0: It's like a sun we don't see shade She got my eye, might make my wife I know she wanna be I safe If we her time, you have a good
1: Welcome everybody to inside the dome my name is john adaro joined by carlin jacob today and carlin it's been a while Dude, been, it has been a while yeah it's been over a week since our last episode which is yeah, it's insane yeah we all just came back from vacation in florida just had a nice little week off but we also while we were gone hit a we hit 100 listeners, too. We officially yeah. hit that.
0: Woo-hoo. Congrats. Pat <laughs> <us>. back, back <laughs> yeah. on, on the back. Thank you. Pat <laughs> on the
1: back for us. But yeah. once again, thank you all very much for that number. But, yes, truly. But now we are back on the grind, back to releasing weekly again. And our first episode back is about a recent movie we just watched right before we started f- recording. It yeah, was
0: like uh, ten minutes ago.
1: Yeah, we like we literally just got back from the movie theater, but we saw The Flash, highly anticipated in a way, kinda controversial movie with the main um, actor. Yeah, uh two quick
0: things. Uh the first part of this will obviously be non spoiler. Yes. And then we'll obviously say spoilers down the road. Um and then the second thing is we're trying not gonna talk about the main actor. We're just going to yeah. talk general
1: about the movie. Yeah. Uh, like we won't be like talking all about Ezra Miller's controversies or anything okay. like that, but nope. we're talking just about the flash. That's yeah. All. Cause that's what I went there to see. I didn't care about Ezra, but we will talk non-spoilers. We'll give our final verdict on the movie. And then after that, what we will say when we go into spoilers, Yeah, let's start with the non-spoiler review. I'll ask you first, what'd you think overall of the movie?
0: So, um, right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a sixty-six and an eighty-five percent audience score, and I agree more with the audience. I think I think it's a fun, enjoyable movie. It's not like anything insane. It's a down-to-like-earth type of movie, kind of like what Guardians was. Like, Guardians was, like, just Guardians. And that's what this movie was. It was just the Flash, um, which we'll dive way more into the spoiler part because there's more I want to say about that, but I can't, right, at this very second. But for what the movie was, I had a great time in the theater. Um, There were some, like, there were funny moments. And then there were some, like, (laughs) eh, kind of moments where, like, the jokes didn't stick or didn't land. But... I don't know. I think I thought it was a pretty good, enjoyable movie for what it was. And yeah. What about
1: you? What did you think? I'll give some background real quick on the movie. So it was directed by Andy Muschietti, who recently he made it and it chapter two. Those were, I think two of his more recent movies. I enjoyed them both more. The first movie it, that was a very good one, but as I will talk more about the box office later, but I enjoyed it, I'll say. I mean, I have a couple issues with it, but like you said, it was funny. Mm. I think I'll just say one compliment to Ezra Miller. I think he was fine as the Flash. I think he did a good job. Yeah, but that's it. it. (laughs) Because there were two Barry Allens. He had to play them both, and they were good. I liked main Barry. The other Barry, I'll call younger Barry for this he was funny at times he some of his jokes also fell flat a couple times there are some points in the movie where he seemed like real life Ezra Miller at some points but uh I mean it was enjoyable you have cameos you have a lot of cameos we'll talk about all the cameos Mm. probably in spoilers there's some points where Mm. I feel like they just try to go too deep into cameos like, they have, like, a bunch of other characters not really related to the Flash. But, like, I think this movie, I liked it the most when it was focused more on the Flash in his story. Because I think the story that they tell about the Flash in this movie is very good. Like, the overall story, it's in the trailers. Like, he essentially goes back in time to save his mom. That's the Flashpoint storyline. It's been done in the comics. It's been done in the TV show. TV show. Yeah, the TV show is one of my favorites, too. I love that. So I'm a little biased, but... When um, they, you can go.
0: No, 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 continue.
1: I was going to say, like when they tell the story of Barry dealing with the consequences of saving his mom, I think that's when the movie was at its best. Yes, I would agreed. Um,
0: And obviously, I have more thoughts about this specific section. But that's going to be safe for the spoilers because I don't want to ruin everything that's in this movie. But one thing I want to talk about is our Nick picks. Yeah. The first thing is the CGI. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay, here's here's my thing, right? When he goes back in time, from what you can see, um, I can see why people are saying that the CGI looks bad. But here's the thing, in my opinion. I feel like it's supposed to look like that
1: yeah i'll make a quick note about that the director actually kind of tried to defend it lately and he said that that the bad cgi like while he's traveling in the speed force is intentional he did say that so
0: that that's what i'm thinking like i get like what they're saying because what he moves at the speed of sound the sound or light it it could be both (laughs) well whatever he moves at like I get it. Like them trying to make him run fast and him run through a city or run through like the outskirts of a town. It's not going to look realistic to a very like high standard. I mean, they're trying to make someone run super fast, move very quick. It's not going to look like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing CGI. Like you obviously try your best. Don't like crap out on it. But I get like, give them a little slack, like, especially with that. And when, He goes back in time and the time paradox thing, whatever you you called it, I can't
1: remember. I think it's called the Chrono Dome, like when he's traveling. (laughs) Yeah, the
0: Chrono Dome. Like, I see, like I said, I see why they say it's bad, but honestly, I thought it was good. Like, I like the type of, like, CGI they used for it. It didn't look crazy, but, yeah, that's because that whole scene is CGI, Whole entire scene except him, and then also uh, one other thing I want to quickly mention is uh, Ezzer since he plays both of them, it's hard for him to be in one scene and then like be in the next. Because, like, do you remember the show uh, Live and Maddie on Disney? No, you don't remember that show? No, okay, (laughs) okay, well, whatever, (laughs) you might have to explain it. Okay, so basically, Dove Cameron plays both roles, Live and Maddie. Cause they're both yeah. twins. So what Disney did is they would film a scene with Liv, And then if Maddie was in the same scene, they would put her on the opposite side of the room. And like, they would shoot the same exact angle, leave the camera in the same place and then take both images and put them together. If that makes sense. Yeah. So then both people would never cross, but then it would work. And I think that's what they try to do with this movie but also like there's times you look at Barry's face and you can tell
1: it's just like CGI the
0: crap out
1: of <laughs> yeah like i wonder but, how they i wonder how they do that like what their method is cuz they're together in a lot of scenes Oh no, yeah they're in a lot um, normally they have like stand in actors or something Yeah. but they're...
0: like when the camera's moving turn around and all this stuff it's so hard to tell yeah but like, um, it doesn't ruin the movie experience though like you see it and you're like <sighs> yeah whatever but then like something else happens and you get like taken far from it
1: yeah at least for me i could say like the cgi does feel cheap at times i i won't lie but in my opinion it, it didn't like hurt the movie for me like what my biggest complaint coming out of this movie isn't the cgi sucked like i'm sure that's gonna be a lot of people's complaints i'm not usually the best at picking out bad cgi i know I bet the biggest criticisms will come out of when he is time traveling. Cause like there'll be all these scenes around him and they're all CGI. Like they'll show all these characters and all their faces are CGI. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't, they don't really look that great, but <laughs> I mean, and also I guess one other thing they kind of do make fun of it in the movie. Uh, Barry's running form. Is very stupid.
0: Well, yeah, wait, wait. Do, do they do that in the um, TV show? Like, oh God, no. Way...
1: In so the TV why, show, no.
0: Why does he go like the way it's, he does in the movie? I, I can't even
1: describe it. It's been like that since both Justice League movies, the Snyder cut and the it looks, Joss Whedon cut. But it looks so I, stupid. I don't know why he runs like that. And then, like, when he's running, like, he's running like, slow-mo in a way and like i, I don't know like he, for, he runs weird <laughs> for the people wondering how he runs uh google it
0: yeah. or i can quickly can describe watch the trailer it. yeah watch something. the trailer but he puts like his two like his pointer and his middle finger together and he puts up like next to his head like he's about to
1: think and he, it's like he's he doing the other of...
0: one down and he runs up and down like yeah.
1: he's doing like There's a <laughs> bunch of dabs like back and yeah, forth. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's why? throwing his arms all the way out. Like, I don't... Why, why can't he just run? Like, I will say, they do make fun of it at one point in the movie. Like, he tries doing it and you can actually see it. Like, they do make fun of it. Well, and then Younger Barry doesn't do it. Yeah. I don't it's think, just Older Barry. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. Unless it's for some odd reason it makes him run quicker. Yeah, I don't... They don't explain it. They kind of do make fun of it, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> that always bothered me. His running form kind of bothered me a oh, bit. <laughs> what else? What else? What? Any other thoughts you can think of for the non spoiler? In terms of nitpicks, I would say I'd say the third act was in my favorite. Like I do like 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 I said, I think the story that they tell is very good. Like from beginning to end, I um, wasn't the like when they do like their final act in a way, like it's not really like a final fight, but like the final bit, I I just didn't fully like how it went. They use a character. I don't think to its fullest. I kind of yeah. wanted to see more. I think, you know who I'm talking about, but yeah. I can't really say it, but like, I wish they kind of did a bit more in that final <laughs> bit, but it's, it's interesting because
0: the way this movie goes is something that you like i thought about and i was like what's the whole point of this and in my opinion like if you like the flash and stuff go see the movie like it's so worth it in my opinion seeing it in theater but also if we like do you want to talk about these box numbers real quick because i don't think this movie is going to last much longer in
1: theaters the way it's headed we can talk about box office after after we give our thoughts, I'd say. But yeah. I'd say like one other thing too. Like if you like the flashpoint story, like if you know about it, like this movie is all about that, like Barry saving his mom and then just living with the consequences and learning how to deal with it. Like That's I think a, they I think they tell that story very well, like the Flashpoint story. Michael Key and his Batman. <laughs> I loved yeah, it. And then you got Michael Keane, like you get, get all these Michael other Keaton. people. Michael Keaton, um,
0: who's... Oh, what's her name? Uh, Supergirl? Yeah, what's her name? Kara? Um, Are you asking for a real name? It's Farah Yui, I think it is. Um, is. i I'm not even going to try to pronounce the actress's name. I'm going to butcher it. Sasha but, Cowley, Cal- I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sasha Kelly I was looking at someone completely yeah. way
1: different. She was good
0: too. I liked her. Um, yeah,
1: I think with her, she was very underutilized, in my opinion. Like I, I disagree. Well, I'll say I'll say what I thought of her and that. Oh, more her in a way. Like thing is the reason why I think she's undervalued in a way is because of the way she was marketed. Because on, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. The main poster is Flash, Batman, and Supergirl. And the most you get out of Supergirl is everything you've seen in the trailers. That's it. Like you don't get much more of Supergirl besides really what you've seen in the trailers. I'll just say that. Like, like she's used as a plot device. I don't think she has like a big character, or she's not really that developed, in my opinion. But see, I agree with you, but I also kind of disagree, and I can't talk.
0: I can't say why right now because it's going to spoil it
1: but um what are your like final thoughts on this movie I'd say i say my one other thing is that I feel like at times like I did say like how good the story is when it's talking about Barry and his journey but I feel like at some points it didn't fully feel like a flash movie in a way like at some points it felt like a Batman movie and that yeah some point at some points, it felt like they were plopped in the Man of Steel. Yeah, like it, it didn't. It didn't fully feel at times like a Flash, Flash movie. Baby. Like I'm it's... not saying like the Batman parts and the Man of Steel parts were bad. Like I think they were all still enjoyable. Like Michael Keane, I thought was great. In well, this movie. okay. Like that's what hmm. I was gonna say. The whole plot to me
0: confuses the heck out of me. Explain uh it's it's a flash movie but it's not it's more of like a flash justice league movie yeah i i mean i bet you you know what i'm saying it's not like it it is all about the flash it's not like it's not but like not going into spoilers like it starts to steer away from him and yeah, like and then they're like, Okay, yeah, it's still a flash movie. You're like, Yeah, yeah, it is, but like explain the yeah. ha- last forty minutes we just
1: watched, like Yeah, like it like it's not like 'cause it's a lot of it's like a big Batman highlight part, and I like the Batman stuff. But it kind of just drifts away in the middle, I'd say, from feeling like a true flash movie. Yeah. That that, that would be my only other thing, and just because too, like And then if you're going in expecting like, oh, Batman and Supergirl, I want to see a lot of them. Like, you might be a little underwhelmed with Supergirl. Like, I think you get enough of Michael Keane.
0: I think he was
1: good. But, like, I think Supergirl, though, like, ideally, it is good that she's not fully utilized, because it should be more about the Flash, but you also market her. You market her, Michael Keane, and the Flash is like, the three main characters, and supergirls used as like a plot driver yeah pretty much that's really it i mean that's probably my only main complaints but then again it's still an enjoyable movie i -hmm. would say yeah it is and which also we could talk about about the box office like it does it doesn't deserve to flop in my opinion like i feel like it's only flopping because of ezra miller and then the DC rebrand, I would say. It
0: debuted at number one, but it doesn't look promising.
1: Yeah, I mean, it barely, it beat a, what's it called, Elementals, I think. Yeah, Elemental. <laughs> I don't even know much about that. <laughs> I mean, chances are next week Spider-Man might do better than it. Oh, I, I think so, too. Do you want to talk about the numbers? Yeah, if you have them.
0: Oh, I do. Okay. Uh, yeah. so when so Thursday and Friday when it came out it got 24 million. Um higher than Shazam's 20 million She's but it's, it's lower than Black Adam, which Black Adam had 26. So it's between yeah. both of them. Um Black Adam
1: up. flopped.
0: Yeah, it did. And Flash uh, grossed 55 million dollars even it's SMA 64 million through the holiday Monday is That's less bad. than what Black Adam started with last October film only did yeah. two and a half times its opening and it it's budgets reported around 200 220 million dollars they're saying it needs to break 250 260 million dollars to break over even and then I think it's like 400 million dollars globally so it can like break completely even and they're going to uh, struggle, dude. They're going to yeah. so struggle to break over. Oh. And like you said, it doesn't deserve it. It doesn't. I, I I get the whole situation and the controversy behind this movie. But also, it's the amount of people who worked on this movie and like the story writers and the director and all this stuff. Like, it, it just doesn't deserve it. Yeah, it really like, does there
1: it. like a lot of people went into making this movie besides Ezra Miller. I mean, first off, the Ezra Miller controversy started after the movie was filmed. Like they were in post-production. So you can't cancel the movie completely after the Ezra Miller stuff. But like like you said, like there's so many writers, all the other actors, the directors, all of them. They put and- a lot of work Into this movie, and I don't think it deserves to be boycotted in a way just because of Ezra Miller. It really doesn't deserve it. Now, if let's say they make a Flash 2 and they use Ezra Miller for that, then I think you can have a problem with that, and I'd agree with everybody. But at least for this movie, if you're not watching it just because you hate Ezra Miller, I just don't think it's the right reason to not see it. Yeah. And,
0: um, yeah, and like we said, Ezra Miller's situation is not helping it. And also, James Gunn's rebooting the whole thing. So, yeah. like, I get why maybe people want not to see it, because it's getting all rebooted. But, like, then again, like, it's just getting rebooted. It, it's a good movie. It's not like it's a horrible movie. It's not like nothing makes sense or, like, you know... Yeah. It makes sense. It's a good movie to go distract your mind for two and a half hours. Yeah. That's, even, that's the whole purpose
1: yeah. of a movie. Yeah. Even with crappy CGI at times, I think it's still a very good story, I would say. <laughs> so do you want to, do you want to give your final verdict on it? Rated out of 10 and all of that. I'd give it like a seven. Seven. Seven out of 10. And if you're
0: really a big flash fan and a big DC fan, go to see it in theaters. If not, at the rate it's going just wait till it comes out on Max or whatever other streaming services are out there. It's not like because by the time it comes like it might be what, we're in June. It might be out in August on Max. Like it's yeah. not like you're not going to like miss huge spoilers, especially with that post-credit scene.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'll say this real quick. Do not stay for the post-credit scene. It's stupid. It's at the very end of the movie. That's it. Don't even stay for that. Oh, I got one more question. Stupid. Do you remember the postcard scene in Multiverse Madness?
0: Like, not the trailer. Uh, Oh, where he? uh, That's the end, folks.
1: Yeah, that. Which one's worse? Oh, this one in the Flash, because that the other one was actually funny. This one's not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this one wasn't even funny.
0: Yeah, and like we said, we talked about um it, it might have had a better post-credit scene, but with James Gunn rebooting it, they probably just didn't think it was enough yeah. to worth it to do it. But yeah, seven out of ten. Like I said, if you're a big Flash fan, go see it in theaters. If or a Michael Keyan fan, go see it yeah. in theaters. If not, just wait. Yeah, it,
1: you're not missing much. Yeah, I'd I'd also give it a seven out of ten. I think it's a solid enough film with some flaws. Um. I give I'd probably give a similar recommendation. I mean if you're a big comic book fan, it's worth seeing in theaters, but if you're not like in that much of a hurry, you could probably wait till it's on Max, I'd say. Or if you really love cameos and you if you're dying to figure out who's in the movie, you can rush to see it. I mean, the cameos don't really make the movie, I don't think. They're kind of just like Wow, look at that guy! I remember him from years ago. <laughs> like it's kind of just those types of cameos. They don't really. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think- don't. Yeah, I. I don't even think they were that necessary. They didn't really enhance the movie for me. They might for some of you, but like if you're longtime fans, like if you're if you love Michael Keane, like you'll probably feel nostalgic for it. But so if you're like a longtime fan of superhero stuff. You might enjoy it too, but yeah. I'd say I'd say if you're a diehard fan, go see yeah. it. But you could also just wait; it's nothing urgent to see. I would say. Yeah. But any other final non-spoiler thoughts? Nope. Alrighty, so that will do it for the non-spoiler section. If you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want to get spoiled, I'd recommend stop listening now. As we are going to get into spoilers right now. You've been warned. Okay. Yeah, you've been so, warned. Do you just want to like... I'm I'm looking at the plot right now. Do you just want to yeah, like go through it and then talk about it throughout? Yeah, no uh, we can. Yeah. So like we could just talk about each part. So the movie kind of starts with... It kind of just starts right away like in the action, Barry and Bruce have to, like, stop some robbers or something. I didn't think, like, the very first thing was kind of funny. I didn't think it was that funny, like, when he's in the diner and all that. I think when they brought him back to the diner, it was funny. Yeah. Like, like I think...
0: And that, like, he finished it. But, like, then again, that probably... That whole fight probably took 10 minutes. Yeah. I think it was a sold start. It was. Like, um, And then, obviously, he goes back to
1: his apartment... Um, yeah, yeah. Do you want to continue? You have the script. I do. <laughs> yeah, I'd say too. Like even with the comedy, I think in this movie it is like there are moments where we both laughed throughout the movie, and then there's like some points where like they make a joke and I just sat there. <laughs> it's kind of like that type of movie. It's very <laughs> hit or miss. But also, uh, staying with the fight scene, it's also the last appearance of Ben Affleck's Batman. Batfleck. Yeah, I think Love it was fun. It. I think it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you got a nice, fun action scene. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it, it, I kind of wish we got more of Batfleck over the years. She I mean. Was robbed. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he wants to be a part of it anymore. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we're already getting another new Batman. We already got rumored a new Batman here with George Clooney. We'll talk about him at the end. But, I mean, I thought it was a fine ending. And then we also got Wonder Woman. That cameo,
0: <laughs> yeah. Which uh, they kept that, but they got rid of Clark Kent.
1: Yeah, they apparently Henry Cavill had scenes recorded for this movie, and they cut them. I don't know. So, I don't know when he was going to be in it. But, I get
0: why they can't cut Batfleck. Yeah, but like, why?
1: I mean, Wonder Woman. Eh, yes, yeah. but Wonder Woman's is- been doing cameos. She's been in Shazam, and. She, had, she was at the ending of Shazam. She kind of like revived him. She was in Peacemaker. She was? Oh, yep. yeah,
0: she was. Wait, no. Yep, like, she was in Peacemaker. No, sure? no, no, no. No, Sorry. it was... It Heather was... Uh,
1: and Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, it was the two of them. The other two were blurred out. But, uh, yeah, this is another Wonder Woman cameo. I don't even know if she's going to be in anything else going forward Surely, or not. And, uh,
0: I mean, everyone loves her as Wonder
1: Woman. I mean her first movie was very good, and her second movie was complete garbage. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind her though as Wonder Woman. So she might she might stick around. I want to be against it. But the first fight scene happens, it's fun. And then we get
0: Oh wait 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 can we can we talk about these uh babies real
1: quick? Oh god the babies. Yes, in the fight the, scene.
0: The babies and the dog. The dog wasn't bad. The dog didn't bother. Oh, me. The but babies those babies look so fake, dude. They look oh, so fake. And I get Oh it. My god. Use a baby as a stump prop. I get it. 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 But, like, you see the baby. Dude, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not bad. And then you see him put the oh, baby in the microwave. So like, bad.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's... I mean, I thought it was a funny bit, like, everything that he was doing. But, oh, the babies look terrible. <laughs> I ain't
0: gonna lie. <laughs> and then he picks up the one baby after he saves them all. You're like, it's a normal baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I mean, that was an, it was a fun fight scene with some questions. Oh, yeah, and also, like... Sure. Also, like that nurse like screamed for like no reason at one point. I'm like, why are you <laughs> Like after he saved the babies and the nurse? Yeah. She was like screaming weird. I don't know, that annoyed me. But and then we get another point in the movie, which I kind of want to talk about a bit, where he has a flashback of the day his mom died. So in this movie, they they never show who actually kills Barry's mom. I feel like it's a big like Elephant in the room throughout the whole movie. Like, how did Barry's mom actually die? Like, nobody's in the room. She gets stabbed. And then the movie the movie never explains it, but the director does and says that the reverse flash killed her. Yeah. Which, man, I wish that would have been a post credit scene or something. Just to get us hype for the next movie if there is one. Because I yeah. feel like at first I thought like, man, they should have explained it. like But then again, like this whole point of the story is Barry coming to terms with his mother's <laughs> death. It doesn't matter as much like how she died in this story. But I still feel like an explanation is needed for how she died. Yeah. In a way. Like it just, I mean, when you think about it, like the, ver- the reverse Flash being the one to do it, it makes sense with how it happened but also it doesn't make sense though like if the dad was in the house still like he didn't go back to the store i feel like the reverse flash could just kill the mom still (laughs) he's a speedster i mean
0: i mean unless if for the second movie they had a plot written why they couldn't i'm sure there's there's they have a reason why
1: yeah, because they really, they really worked around showing who killed his mother. Like they made it so that he, the way his mother was saved, was Barry going to a store and just putting a can of tomatoes in the cart. <laughs> like, because in the yeah. TV show, in the TV show, when Flashpoint happens, he literally takes out the Reverse Flash, like he knocks him out and saves his mom that way. But they really worked around not showing who killed his mother. But... Yeah, I mean, then again,
0: like, you don't need to show it because it's an elephant in the room. And, like, it's more of Barry coming to terms with all of it. But, like, obviously, later in the movie, we see, like,
1: Barry talk to his mom. Yeah, I think that was the best scene in the whole movie.
0: Okay, I highly doubt it. I highly, highly doubt. It. But do you think she had an idea?
1: I feel like she might have. I mean,
0: okay, but like, what lady goes up to you to grocery store and be like, "Your yeah. face is so smooth." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they, yeah, they had to,
1: they had to have the emotional moment. <laughs> I could get why it'd be weird. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They kind of do, actually. They kind of do something similar in the TV show in the last season. They. Barry encounters his parents, but they don't know it's him. And, like, they hug him and everything. I'm like, isn't that kind of weird? <laughs> in a way. Like, the mom in this movie hugs him.
0: Yeah, and she, and- like, wipes the tears off his face and all that. Yeah. So, I feel like she had to know um, that it was him. Maybe. But, then again, <laughs> like, taking that away, it was such a sweet scene. Like, yeah. I'm sitting in the theater, and I wasn't going to cry, but I was like, Man, so this is, yeah. is, it was sad.
1: I mean, that's why I still say like the overall story is very good in terms of the Flash. I I really liked it, but we'll go back to after he uh, leaves after his flashback. Yeah, so he goes back in time a day. This is technically the second time he goes back in time. In a way, well, in the Snyder Cut, he kind of reverses time. I guess he doesn't time travel, but. He reverses time. But so this is the first time he time travels. He goes back a day and then he talks with Ben Affleck one more time. So long <laughs> Ben Affleck. But then he decides after a talk with Iris, he decides to go back in time and then puts the tomatoes in the in the cart. So the boy. Yeah. So the dad doesn't have to go back to the shop later. And that works. That saves his mom, technically. Technically. Yeah. But then, as he's going back to the present, the Dark Flash, the hidden villain of the movie, puts him back in the year 2013, I believe. I think that's what Wikipedia says it was in. So, I mean, the other thing, like, I knew Dark Flash was going to be in the movie. Like, I knew he was going to be, like, the rumored villain. There was, like, a toy of him. That was released. I wish they did more with him. I'm not gonna lie. Like, he was bare like they reveal him at the end, and he was gone in like two minutes. Like, do you have any problems with that or or he also killed himself? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I wish it was like that's my issue. When I said in the non spoiler part, like I had an issue with like the final act in a way. I was talking about like when they're in the Chrono Dome and they meet dark flash and all that. I just thought it was very rushed. I have a, I, I have a whole other
0: issue with this whole movie,
1: but we'll dive into that a little bit
0: later. If you want to continue.
1: To talk yeah, I'll that. talk more about dark flash. Once we get to that point of the movie, but dark flash sends Barry to 2013. And then he meets his parents and the way he starts acting already seems suspicious. Like he's, Talking gibberish the whole time. I thought for a minute that
0: um, Barry was like little, little, and mm. that they just made it look like he was tall. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, his self, except he was a little kid. Yeah, but then, obviously 18, technically, yeah, because he's a college, he's a freshman in college.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I kind of should have anticipated that. I was think I didn't know what type of Barry this would be. Like after watching the trailers, I didn't know if it was like younger Barry or just a. Exact remnant of Barry of the current age because they look the same. They don't look any older or younger. It's just the hair. Yeah, it's just the on his longer hair. The douchebagness. Yeah, and the younger Barry has a weird laugh. Bro, (laughs) he gets annoying. Yeah,
0: he got annoying. Yeah,
1: younger Barry was very hit or miss when it comes to the comedy. He had like
0: he had good jokes, but like. Barry, like just the way they had him act, was like okay. Like yeah. after a while, what? Because Barry would have been how old?
1: Eighteen. Uh, oh, Arbery, Barry? Like I'd say like mid twenties, late twenties. So let's something. say he was 23, 24. Like that's a what? If he was twenty three, that's a five year age difference. Like it might have been like it might have been ten years, honestly. So maybe okay, twenty eight. So yeah. So, yeah
0: so let's say he's 28 10 years age difference i get there's like a different level of maturity but like i don't know it just got annoying yeah and I think, it it proved I mean, that like you can obviously mature like no like no shit you're gonna mature but yeah. that he can mature because yeah. that barry should never technically exist from my yeah. understanding
1: i think young barry got a bit more tolerable when uh, main Barry kind of yelled at him in the back cave. Oh, dude, yeah, I think, um, I think everything in the back cave was awesome. Yeah, I had all no this. issues with it.
0: But, anyways, continue.
1: So he meets younger Barry, and he realizes that Barry, young Barry, has to get his powers. Which, honestly, if you really think about it, in the new timeline, the young Barry would have never gotten his powers if. Main Barry didn't show up if you think about it. Yeah. So, in this alternate reality, there would have been no Flash. So, and also if you think about it, Dark Flash sent Main Barry to meet Young Barry to create himself. So, that's why he did it. That's why yeah. Dark Flash sent Main Flash back to that point. Uh, but, uh, so. Main Barry gives Young Barry his powers, but then Main Barry also loses his powers. Which, honestly, I enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: I thought it was it's something we okay. Granted, I know like Toby loses his powers in Spider Man Two, but then like twenty minutes later, he gets it back. Yeah, like he decides to like quit screwing around and like goes back. But like, you don't really see him getting fight scenes in Spider Man Two, and this. You're I know you're about to mention it, but they have to go rescue Supergirl mm. and like seeing our Barry not have any powers and like him move him around him, throw up like that was funny.
1: Yeah, I think he did make a good comparison, though, with uh, Toby McGuire and Spider-Man Two losing his powers, at least so like with that, there was like an arc to where he lost his powers and then how he gets his powers back in a way. Like, but in this movie, like, there's not really like an arc. No, he literally just loses them on accident. And then he's like, okay, I need my powers now. Let me just recreate this and I'll get them back. Yeah, he just decided
0: to randomly get it. It was like, it
1: was like, okay, we freed Supergirl. Let's let me just get my powers back real quick before I can go into action. Like there wasn't like a whole arc with him losing his powers and then getting them back. He didn't like learn anything on the journey. Or anything like that. Kind of like how Toby did. Like he kind of learned a bit. Like I'd say that, but it was fun though, like him not having his powers. Like I agree with you there. Like there were some funny moments. And uh, that allowed Young Barry to be the one with powers. (laughs) It was funny at points. I'd say that was one of the funnier Young Barry moments when he's testing his powers and then he's naked. that was he he phased through the floor dude
0: bro like (laughs) all like not joking like at all but like that is so bad timing for all this it is so
1: bad timing like because i can't get rid of
0: it like if you get rid of it like it's key plots to like why he like you know like can't run in his
1: clothes yeah uh i literally like I mentioned that in the non-spoiler part, like, moments where I felt like it was Ezra Miller. Like, that was one of them. Like, it was just such bad timing, in a way. Like, I won't go off on, like, what Ezra did or anything, but there were some points in the movie. It was such bad timing. Yeah, it was such bad timing. Such bad timing.
0: Um, Yeah. So then, obviously, they meet up. Then what else happens after that?
1: So, after he gets his powers, they realize Zod is back. So essentially this, this is kind of where it became a flash. It was a flash movie. And then it started to feel a bit like a man of steel Batman movie, I would say. So the Zod comes back, same thing. So they have to, they realize that everything's messed up in a way. There are actually some cool references, like with back to the future, the actor that they, uh, i forget his name but like they were they said like some actor was the main character but that that was was actually the the actor who was gonna be the role and back to the marty mcfly and back to the future it was the old actor and then they said uh what was it um michael fox
0: was uh uh what's his name and uh footloose i can't think of the main character's name in footloose and he's yeah. like no that was kevin bacon he, they're like no kevin bacon's in this yeah.
1: movie it's that, that was a good part that was that was funny there were like some cool easter eggs with some of that too but uh i guess one thing too i'll say real quick i was kind of looking more into the flashpoint storyline i guess it is a part of the story where they do have to find superman in flashpoint oh so I didn't they, know that. they yeah they i guess they do they do kind of go to the comics, but it's still, in my opinion, just doesn't feel like a flash, flash. movie, uh-huh. Yeah, like how it works. Like, that was kind of one of my main things. So, like, they go and see Batman. He's old. He's. I wouldn't say drunk, but he's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy he's been in that
0: house for how many years by himself? He's crazy.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it was a cool touch, though, like. The reason why he was like that is because he saved Gotham. Like there was no more crime in Gotham, so or like Gotham was considered safe, so he was retired. Batman yeah. wasn't needed anymore. I kind of like that a bit with Keen, but I know you were really excited to see Michael Keen. So you have any other thoughts on him in general? Everything was so nostalgic about him.
0: I remember when his score came on, I literally felt like I was playing the Lego Batman video. game. Oh, yes. I was sitting there like this brings back memories. It really, really does. Because I I never saw the Michael Keane Batman movies until like two years ago was COVID. My dad's like, let's watch them. I was like, yeah, what else are we going to do? So we watched them and I enjoyed them. Like they were good. Like obviously they're 80s movies. So everything didn't look as it does today but it was way better than batman versus superman i can tell you that <laughs> but to see him back on the big screen which just makes it like so like so good and they used him as he needed to be it wasn't like oh batman's back like let's make it a great no they're like okay obviously the flash is going to need some help with a couple things so, like, help him out, but like, don't make it completely like a Batman storyline. And they did that in a good way, in opinion. My, I have more issues with the whole like the Flashpoint storyline, where
1: like Superman has to like you know destroy Zod and all this stuff. Yeah. Why? I mean, they have to. The only one who that could beat Zod is Superman. Superman. But so they kind of want to look for him. I'd say one other thing with Keen though, like I'd say if I had any complaint is that they didn't build, like, a big connection between him and Barry, No in a way. Like, they kind of had one with mm-hmm. Batfleck and Barry, but I kind of wish, like, same with Supergirl. Like, when I say, like, I wish I got more Supergirl, like, I wish I, more connections were built, in a way. Like, I don't feel like they built, like, a big enough connection with Keaton and Barry, like, to just get that emotional impact, in a way. I saw it. I saw a TikTok where it was like his line where
0: he goes, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Or what I, you know, what yeah. I can't think of, of like that line on top of my head. Yeah. People are like, it was so awkward. I was
1: like, there's nothing wrong That's with a, it. it. It's a classic. I, mean, I, that was I, I don't see how it was awkward. It was literally a classic line. I mean, it does sound awkward in that moment. I won't <laughs> lie, but it was literally just like a classic catchphrase. Yeah, it was it was a fan service line. I didn't like, think
0: it was like crazy awkward. Like yeah, you know, it, it wasn't say it.
1: like if you've never seen the movies or like the old stuff, then yeah, you might think that. But you like you might think some of the moments are kinda awkward if you don't get references. But it's fan service. Yeah, it it was fan service. But so they go free Supergirl in Russia. and and I mean it was a fine like a fine little scene like when they go in there. Dude, when he got shot, yeah. that was funny.
0: He's like, that I didn't funny. know
1: why we could get shot. He's
0: like, What did you think was gonna happen?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: that that was funny.
1: Yeah. That was funny. That was one of the better Youngberry moments. And also, I think it was probably Keen's best like action moments, too, I'd say. But they free Supergirl, and then she leaves for a bit, and then I guess she left because she didn't like humans, but then she liked humans after a bit. Yeah, she
0: just randomly <laughs> decided,
1: you know what this, this symbol means or anything He's like Help. oh Yeah. Because at it's first like, she was Help. like, screw humans, in a way. And then she goes, to see Zod kill humans. It almost seemed like she was going to support Zod, and then she just didn't, because Zod's yeah. killing humans. But she also said like earlier, mm-hmm. like, like she didn't care about like the 8 billion humans. Yeah, At first. they locked her in jail. Like that's why I wanted more Supergirl because like I don't think they did enough with her character arc. Like yeah. she just changed on a dime like that. Like I didn't like he she wasn't in it enough to get like that character arc where she goes to Flash. Like she should have like traveled the globe more and like seen all the good stuff with humans or something, and then want to save them or something like that. Uh, but then we mentioned like, oh, Barry needs to get his powers back. (laughs) Randomly, he randomly
0: was like, "Hmm, I should probably get them back. And we're like, Yeah, "Yeah."
1: it's we're about two thirds of the way in the movie. I think I should get my powers back. (laughs) Let me let me just get some chemicals and get a lightning bolt down here. (laughs) I I will say though, because he around this time in the
0: movie, um. Michael Kean says hey why like are you trying to fight for this like you have nothing like you don't live here like what's your point he says this is the universe where my mom lives and obviously before this one they discovered like they go in the back cave and they do all this stuff um he screams at younger Barry yeah but he never like comes out with his feelings and like yeah. in that scene like I don't know how you felt, but like, for me, I was like, I can, re- like, I can relate so much, not with like losing a mother, or like a figure like that, but like something's holding you back that you can't say because of how much it hurts. And I get it. He can't tell him because it'll scare the crap out of him. But yeah, I think too, it's also I like because
1: it. he can't let like go of
0: something that hurts him so bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to describe it. I did think too, like, Oh, uh, maybe it could mess with the timeline. In a way, like if he knows why he traveled back, yeah, and stuff like that. But like you mentioned that scene when young and old Barry were yelling at each other. Like I think that was that was also one of my favorite moments because that's kind of when young Barry kind of got out of his act a little bit. Yeah, like his annoying act. That's kind of when I like the character a bit more. I would say, but. What happens? So, Supergirl comes back. <laughs> she just comes back. No character arc or anything. She's back, and then you get the mini Justice League fight. And then they're going to stop Zod. Zod's an interesting one to talk about, because he's one of the main antagonists, but he's barely in the movie. I mean, I kind of wish, like, if you're going to bring Zod back, like, maybe give him a... just improve his character in a way like like you think of like no way home when they brought back like former villains like i feel like at least for most of the villains they added something to each villain in a yep. way like doc ock got a little bit more character development like green goblin got even scarier in a way yep and they didn't really do anything with zod he was really just the same guy he was a way. an antagonist Yeah, I mean, he was. was He was never. He never had any point in the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, every like I kind of said with Supergirl, like everything you saw in the trailers is as much as you get of her. Same with Zod. Everything you see of Zod in the trailers is everything you get of him, too. Like, I thought you could maybe build on him a bit more. Like you got Supergirl and you got Zod, like maybe build on his character a bit more, maybe more of his motives or something. Yeah. Because they're, at least when they marketed this movie, they never showed Dark Flash. So essentially, Zod was the only antagonist shown in the trailers. And then I, they kind of missed on an opportunity where they could build on him a bit more. He really wasn't utilized that much in a way. But so then the fight happens. And it was kind of interesting. They lost. They lost the fight multiple times. Like, that surprised me. That surprised you in any way?
0: No, because when they went back in time to reset it, I was like, this is the point he's going to realize that it will never change. And I still think it's because he never grabbed those green tomatoes. He grabbed the blue ones. Uh, story, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we you talked, might have to re-watch that we talked about this but it's because the dad left in general yeah. which we'll dive a little bit more in like a little bit like not even like five minutes probably but yeah. i wasn't surprised at all um i just like also during this time in the movie i'm like what's the whole purpose of this movie him to realize that he will never get his mom back. That's literally the whole point. Because yeah, they're resetting it. Like, there's nothing really to do with this movie. It's an enjoyable movie. Don't get me wrong. It just doesn't have a
1: purpose now. Yeah, you know, the purpose really, the purpose of this whole movie is really just with Barry, like him finally accepting his mom's fate yeah. in a way, dealing right. with his grief. And I think that's when I think I like the story the most is when it goes back to that. Like less about the Batmans and the Supergirls and Zods and like all the cameos. When it focuses on Barry dealing with his grief, I think that's when the story's at its best. It's a nice like you think it's like a universe breaking story, which it kind of is. But when it's just focused on Barry, I think it's the best, in yeah. my opinion, I would say. But I'd say like what surprised me was when they died the first time, like Keaton just blew himself up. I'm like what the heck and then Supergirl just died and then eventually I realized like yeah okay this world is gonna die no matter what like Barry realized I think after like the second time like he can't save his mom like this world will not live like he can't live this life that he wants to live like he finally gets that realization but the younger Barry doesn't get that realization So he tries constantly, and then further damages himself throughout. And then we get introduced to, I guess, the main antagonist of the movie, Dark Flash. Mm -hmm. Like, we see him completely, and he's the 2013 Barry, but much older. Much more scarred. And he's trying and trying and trying to get the perfect outcome. But Supergirl and Batman just keep dying over and over. No matter what. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I kind of do feel for Keaton and Supergirl in a way. Like, I feel like they were both just kind of used as plot devices at the end of the day. But, I mean, I kind of wish I got more of Dark Flash, too. I wish we got, like, more interactions between him and Barry. Like, just seeing what the worst version of Barry Allen would be. I want to talk about this
0: for a minute. So, once they go into the time paradox thing, and you see Dark Flash, um, you're like, okay, obviously we know it's him. Like, you get the moment of realization that Younger Barry is actually Dark Flash because of, like, the stuff in his arms and stuff. And then Dark Flash tries to kill Barry. And then Younger Barry kills Dark Flash by sacrificing himself. And I, I liked it, I did, and I thought it was very cool. Of like you could see the universes colliding when you saw, yeah. like, we saw Nicolas
1: cage, Superman that yeah. was awesome.
0: I think I can't, I don't know if they
1: actually got him to do that or it was all CGI. I don't, I think it was kind of I I don't think they like fully got him, no, but to see him. Come in, that was kind of awesome
0: because you see the spider and you're like, Oh, that's gonna be Nicolas Cage. And then we got like some to the Adam West. I saw the Adam West Batman. I saw what else? Um, a couple other things. We saw the original Flash, like the original, yeah. original Flash, and it was cool. But also, like you said, it's a lot of cameos to take in at
1: once, yeah. Like, I kind of want to talk about that. I kind of I mean, one, I didn't grow up with these people, so I might have just a different opinion, but like, I I didn't like that as much. Like, it was literally just like, you have this moment where all these universes colliding, and then you take like two minutes to say like, wow, look at that Superman. Do you remember him? Wow, look at this one. Do you Did you remember when Nicolas Cage might have been Superman? Well, here you go. Like, it just took away from, like, the Flash story in a bit, like, that they were setting up just to show just a bunch of random cameos. One of them, only one of them was a Flash actor. The rest of them were just a bunch of Superman and yep. one Supergirl. I'm like, what did that, like, yeah, it's cool to show all these cameos, but, like, what did it do for the story? It did nothing, like. I don't, I don't, I mean, if, I mean, if you enjoy those characters and you'll probably enjoy that part more, I guess, like, it'd be cool to see those characters again. I guess one of the supermen, I forget which one, I guess the real actor passed away a while back. So one of the supermen was fully CGI too, but uh you I, I, and then when they killed Dark Flash so quickly, like, it just seemed so abrupt. Like, it worked for the story. Like, him dying because younger Barry died. It just felt abrupt to me. Yeah. I would say. I I don't know. The cameos, I mean, if you like the characters, you'll enjoy that part. But it just did nothing to the story. It doesn't it just add like,
0: anything to it.
1: It added nothing. It was just like, wow. Do you like that guy? Well, there you go. Cheer and applaud for him. He's in the movie. Like... It's- that's it. So then after okay. all this happens,
0: what we go to back to the normal world. Well and
1: right before that, uh, after Dark Flash dies, Barry reverses time like he goes back to see his mom one more time.
0: Oh yeah. Which that broke me. I didn't <laughs> cry. But it, yeah. it, it was it was very sad.
1: Yeah. And it's that's something
0: that he probably always dreamed about having one final goodbye.
1: Yeah. Like, I think that scene was when the movie was at its best. Oh yeah. I agree. Like when it focused on Barry and letting go of his grief, I think that's when the movie was at its best. And I think that scene was probably the best scene in the whole movie. I would say. And then also small little thing at the end of that scene, he looks up at the camera Because earlier in the movie, they couldn't free his dad because in the security camera in the grocery store, his dad never looked up at the camera so they couldn't see his face. But Barry decides to move the cans up to the top of the shelf so his dad looks up now. So now they could see his face in the video camera, which I'm assuming frees his dad. I would say. But. And yeah. then. Do you, do you want to explain the rest of the ending?
0: Yeah. So then, obviously, he goes out. He talks. We we forgot to mention he had a crush. On know, the, yeah, girl, huh? uh, the one reporter. I can't even think Iris. of her name. Iris. And they're talking. And she goes, so when you ask me out on a dinner <laughs> date. And then he's like, you want to go out? And so they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. uh." Bruce Wayne calls and says, congratulations, yada, yada, yada. He's like, thanks. He's like, I can't wait to see him." he's like, all right, I'm actually pulling up. And his Mercedes pulls up. And then out walks what I thought. I looked at John. I was like, is that Michael Key? He's like, no, it's George Clooney. I was like, yeah, that is George Clooney. George Clooney shows up. And he goes, what the? And yeah. And obviously he talks to George Clooney for a second. It ends. But it's crazy that a can of tomatoes can change a whole entire thing because, yeah, it like here's what confuses me: he tries to go back in time, and saves his mom, creates a new timeline. But when he moves the whole thing of tomatoes, he's safe in his timeline, but we get a whole different George Clooney.
1: I think like he, Bruce Wayne. I think what happened was he still created another because different. he. He still had, like, he did change the past. Like, he had an interaction with his mom, and then he moved the cans. So, I think in doing that, any change he does creates a whole new timeline. So, yeah. I think he's I think he's living in, like, a very similar timeline with some changes. Like, which I think is kind of, like, the reset for the DCU, I would say. Like, because I, at least Aquaman, <laughs> Aquaman's still in it. I mean... Yeah, that post credit scene. Oh my god. Yeah, don't don't stay for that. I don't even want to talk about that. Aquaman's still in it. But I mean, Wonder Woman might not be alive. We don't even know that. We don't know what Superman looks like. It's probably going to be the new Superman, if you think about it. Batman, I don't know if George Clooney's going to play Batman going forward. Or not. I mean, you got Robert Pattinson, but he's not in this universe. So, I don't know if George Clooney's going to be Batman. Because he was Batman in an older movie, which I heard sucked. It does.
0: Well, that's the whole thing with this movie is it's going to have no effect on anything. Once we get Aquaman, Last Kingdom, this DCEU, that's not James Gunn's, is gone. Yeah. So... Yeah, we'll we'll see what they what James Gunn decides to do. Um, hopefully it's all good for the company, which I believe in James Gunn, and yeah. I would love for them to make another Flash movie. Obviously, not have Ezra in it, but it, like Flash is such an interesting character you uh, can deal with.
1: Like he
0: he didn't even fight anyone really in this movie.
1: He had, there was no yeah like there were no Flash antagonists. Like I don't even know if Dark Flash would be considered a flash antagonist like that's kind of why i wished like they put reverse flash in like the post-credits scene or something just like confirm like he killed his mom and like that'd be a good way to like answer that question but like have it out of the movie in a way like like i wanted like i wanted more like flash elements like i watched the whole cw show like the whole nine seasons the good and bad And like even Iris, like she's a main character in that TV show. That's who Barry marries. And she's only in it briefly in the beginning and then briefly in the end. Like it didn't have enough Flash characters. Like I feel like the Flash is just such a big character that you don't need Batmans and Supermans and Supergirls in it. I mean, that's just my opinion. But you got anything else with the movie?
0: Um, not really, no, I just thought it was a great, enjoyable movie for what it was. I mean, obviously a couple of bad c g i things, and I had a couple of personal issues with the plot, but overall, it was a good movie it doesn't deserves the crap it's getting for everything that's not Eard um, E <laughs> sorry, oh, it doesn't matter. Don't even <laughs> like the dudes, so <laughs> yeah. um. But yeah, I thought it was a great I thought it was a great movie. I will definitely rewatch it. Probably when it comes out on Max, I'll watch it with my dad because my dad loves Michael Keaton Batman.
1: Yeah. I'd say for my final thoughts, like I know it was kind of crapping on parts of the movie, like throughout this. It's kinda of easier to kind of say the faults I have with the movie. But even though I've said like all of that, I still enjoyed myself watching it. I still think even with the Batman and the Supergirl stuff, like, it was still enjoyable. Like, the movie never bored me, I would say. Like, it's yeah. still... I, I gave it a 7 out of 10, which means good, in my opinion. Like, I still think it was a very enjoyable movie. It doesn't deserve, like, a low box office and all that. But I enjoyed it. I mean, I'd recommend it still. But it's flawed. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah, but. exactly. Yeah, you got anything else before I wrap it up?
0: Uh, no, I do not.
1: So, alrighty, I think hit a pretty pretty long length with this one, but we did talk a lot about it. So, hopefully, you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you all very much for listening. Our next episode, not sure what it will be yet. Hopefully. This is coming out on Tuesday. Hopefully, we have at least two more episodes coming out this week. This week. We might do a sports-related episode related to the NFL. Hopefully, Wednesday or Thursday, that will drop. And then our usual new Music Friday. We'll continue to do that. But essentially, we're back on schedule, I would say. Yeah, hopefully, we are. Yeah, everybody's just- back from vacation now, so... We yeah, should be back and rolling. Yeah, we don't. Oh, have,
0: you don't have. You and I don't have vacation there down the road, but we'll actually plan for that. Yeah, this like we was might we could not plan for. So yeah,
1: yeah. The last week was the only week where all of us were, were unavailable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, but that'll do it for us. Uh, with Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dadara. Have a great day, everybody, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.